0: Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with Your Favorite Author, where we ask authors important questions like, why would you agree to be on this podcast? I'm Kelly Lynn Colby, editorial director at Curse Dragonship Publishing. Our guest this week is Kevin Petway, writer of roguish fantasy and master of creative swearing. Kevin is a longtime fan of good fantasy as well as a smart ass. He's brought together these two burning passions to create the Misplaced Mercenaries series. Kevin lives in Florida with his wife of 26 years and two redonkulously cuddly dogs. If he's not your favorite now, he will be after. Yay! Welcome, Kevin! How are you this evening?
1: Thank you, thank you. I am happy to be here. And to answer your very first question, uh, the reason that I agreed to be on this podcast is because I am contractually obligated.
0: Yes, yes. We have to add that line to our contracts since you happen to be our first and most accomplished Dragon Dragonship author, so welcome. Thank you so much for taking a chance with us.
1: <laughs> Thank you for uh, sitting next to me at Superstars and being the first person to ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta get in there, man. So, no, it was
1: awesome. I think it's working out for everybody so far.
0: 100% agree. So we are going to ask all of your awesome questions today. And audience, please uh, make sure you log in and ask your questions because he hears my questions all the time and some of them he doesn't appreciate. So he might much rather hear from you. So please make sure to put your questions in the chat and I will ask them. But let's start with our first question. I did not change this one, even though I said I would change all the questions, but I know this is one that readers really like to hear. So the first one I would like to know is where do you get your ideas?
1: uh so i i feel like probably uh this is not like a groundbreakingly new answer for this question Um, but it's really just from everywhere um i i will i will see somebody in the grocery store and think that that's an interesting character and come home and take a note um i my uh, Lena loves to watch nature shows, uh so there's uh, millions of, of wonderful things in there. um I like to watch um like old history uh stuff and and there's just you, you mine it from everywhere there's really uh and, and what this means is that if you know an author, nothing is sacred, That's nothing right. is safe. <laughs> you You will serve as grist for the mill. In some capacity,
0: yeah. I'm gonna say, based on the uh, intimate knowledge I have of your characters, I'm curious about where you go grocery shopping because uh, <laughs> they're quite extraordinary.
1: Yeah, well, it's a uh, it's a fascinating grocery store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it is in Florida. Honestly, Maybe all the tales it's, are true.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's not entirely inaccurate. It's a it's uh, it's a Publix. But, uh, we're in a, uh, historical neighborhood. So it's like Mm. this tiny little Publix, it's the tiniest Publix ever. And so everybody is sort of crammed in really close together. Um, and, and Lena makes fun of me all the time because I go in there and, and like everybody who works there knows me and says hi to me. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, Uh, you know, and it's, and it's fun. It's like, so that's like my social hour is going to the grocery store, um, (laughs) which was kind of horrible when, you know, COVID hit and we couldn't leave the house and yeah. And then, you know, it's just like the dogs, you know, which are great, but they're, they're not good conversationalists.
0: No, kind of, kind of, you know, just a couple notes they have. That's about it. Yeah. And we see your puppies behind you. They're just, oh, they're, yeah. they're very interested in everything you have to say. I see.
1: <laughs> yes. As they always are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Book. Book is really the critic. Um, River is, you know, she'll read anything and, you know, she loves everything. So, you know, she's worthless as a, as a beta reader. Um, oh, no, no. You need those me, people but... that,
0: who will just say they love you too. You need them too. Always needed. Let's face it. We're authors. Sometimes our ego does need to be stroked a little.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because there's, there's, you would think that there was like a line somewhere in between um, being like egomaniacal Mm -hmm. and um, uh, being completely and utterly cripplingly insecure. And yet, there is no line. You can do, do, accomplish both of those at exactly the same time,
0: <laughs> on the same project.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> in awesome. the same instant.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We get that. We get that. It's probably pretty common in the creative world. I have seen so far. Period.
1: So awesome. So yes, the dogs do talk. Um, do talk. So uh, two dorks. Uh, TV just asked if the dogs if the dogs talk. And the answer is yes. Yes, they do talk. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we, we had uh, the vet was out today to give shots and uh, and told us that River was uh, singing um, when she was actually she was getting her toes done. But, it, but um, it, we asked what that meant. And she she kind of imitated it. And it and it sounded a little bit more like howling to me. But, you know, I, I, I suppose the vet would know.
0: Uh, she was like, oh, my horrible life. They're trimming my toenails. It's torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have one dog that cries even when the other one is getting her nails clipped. She's like, I'm so sorry. I know that's horrible. And the other one's like, whatever. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, There was a question and I missed it. I was enjoying. There was a question. Question, question. Well, I missed your you question, address. so please write it in again, and I will make sure to do it. So let's see. Um, War Dog Havoc says, great job on the books, Kevin. So you. thank you. Thank you for the support. See, we need those people. We need those people to tell us. Yeah,
1: and you know, it always means a lot every single time I hear that. I suspect it probably always will, but every single single time I meet anybody who has read something that I have written mm-hmm. and liked it, I'm, uh-huh. I'm just like incredulous. I, I'm, <laughs> you know.
0: Hey man, you've earned it. And let's see, we have a, oh, Two says that most dogs are big Sinatra fans. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. I have never played them any Sinatra.
0: Oh, well, maybe you should try it. They might be missing out.
1: They like Cowboy Mouth. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, That's, I want to say oh, close almost enough, but thing. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alt oh, Mystic put her question or put their question in again. Who is Kevin's favorite author to read?
1: Yeah, um, that bounces around a lot. Um I I have have always loved it's Stalazny, which is funny because every time you get like, you know, the the old cranky writer on, on here, um, they always Talk about Zelazny, mm-hmm. and and um, the. Let me let me think.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, are you saying yeah, you are both old and cranky? Is that what I got out of that?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm saying that.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Without you were saying
1: hesitation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so. Zalesny has got he had he had wonderful wonderful ideas which were completely uh, new at the time, um, and um, very firmly rooted in both fantasy and sci-fi, usually at the same time. And his prose is amazing. It's it's lyrical. It uh, and it just pulls you in. Grabs you by the throat and does not let you go, um, and I I just absolutely love him. Um, I also love Stephen King, um, although I I I hate his endings for the most part.
0: <laughs> Me too. But
1: you know, if you just read the first ninety percent of any Stephen King book, you are golden. Yes. Um. And and uh, yeah. Oh gosh, what's the one I'm reading right now? It's it's actually one of the authors uh it's a it's a sci-fi it's a it's almost like a cyberpunk thing um and i have forgotten the author but it's really good um i can look it up <laughs> you're like there's so
0: much there's so much in my brain
1: yeah yeah i mean i'm i you know there's pretty much never a time that i'm not reading um mm-hmm. and you know and a lot of those books i'll read like you know the first 20 percent of and just you know, and it down and go to the next one um but uh but yeah every once in a while i'll 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 catch one like this one that i'm reading right now who's Mm -hmm. the author i can't remember it's the first one it is that i that i've read um and uh you know it really resonates and you know and i'll definitely read more i'm really excited uh to read uh greg little's uh first book that's the next it's, one on my list
0: it's really good so I cannot wait I've read the first three and so that fourth one's coming out and I cannot wait he needs to hurry
1: yeah I have I have I have heard nothing but good things mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and I'm really excited to to get into that one that's really fun so that's a really terrible answer but there you go
0: no, I like your answer. It's a good answer. What it means is I read a lot, and I don't always know who it is I'm reading. And I would say that's probably pretty.
1: Good. <laughs> I don't always keep track, especially now that I don't really have to, you know, because Amazon knows who wrote who wrote it. So you know, they just right. say the next one's out.
0: And, and you're like, you know, Sweet. Oh, oh it.
1: Joe Abercrombie <laughs> Joe, Joe Abercrombie oh, is also a yeah. uh, right way, way up there nice. uh, with me and was 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 actually very influential with the uh, misplaced mercenaries book.
0: Very cool. Yeah, Steven loves Joe Abercrombie too. Um so let's see. So speaking of Misplaced Mercenaries, because that's the series you have at Cursed Dragonship. Um you have a that's whole right. host of yeah, you remember? Do you remember that series? Um you have a whole host I, I of I have seen it. You've seen it a few times, maybe. Um <laughs> you have a whole host of roguish characters, some of which turn out to be not so bad, but none of which fit into any molds. So what draws you to these kind of complicated characters?
1: Huh. That's a good question.
0: See, I come up with them sometimes.
1: Um, okay, there's a couple of different things. Um, probably uh, the, the, the first one is that I try to write characters that I like to write. Um, and what that ends up doing is I'm, I'm writing characters that I like. And so, if I like them, then I don't want to see them. Uh, I want to see them done justice to. I don't want to see them. You know, the last thing I want to do is have a plot point just because somebody was stupid and didn't do what they, you know, what what was realistic in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm constantly thinking about, you know, what what would this person, this person. Um, really do, and that leads you down some complicated roads because mm-hmm. people are complicated. Yeah. Um. the The other answer to that is, uh, I guess, because I do read a lot, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to. I am. I am making an effort to stay away from certain. Um, uh. Well, it's not fair to say away from tropes because I like tropes because you can you can use it you can use a trope to set up a certain expectation which you can then fuck with mm-hmm. um, but um I have to
0: say your characters don't fit into like typical trope characters very well. There's some things about your world that does, of course, but not the characters. You've done a really good job with that, so I think it's fair to say you try to avoid the tropes of that
1: well, people aren't you know. Most people are not really one dimensional. Nobody walks around and says, aha, I am a villain. Therefore, I will go out and do evil today. Let me find a cat to kick. Um, you know, folks just don't do that. You even haven't if watched if much you children's television. A, <laughs> even if you are a vicious, evil bastard, you come home to people that you love. And, you know, you, know, you, you hug your kids and you put food on the table and you kiss your wife. I mean, Zapho knows what I'm talking about. Um... Wait, are you saying he's an <laughs> evil
0: character who, but loves us, so he's not so bad? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: I think of him more as a person than a character, but you know, yeah. <laughs> he's
0: got all your buttons, Zapho. He knows you. So no, that's great. Let's see. We have. The... <laughs> Stephen says, "Note to self: remove cat-kicking one-dimensional character from latest story." <laughs> Yes. Do not let your one-dimensional characters kick cats. Just don't let them do that. Um, Ward, uh, War Dog Havoc wants to know: Have you written anything that hasn't been published yet?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I have. I have written some things that will never be published, um, and uh, <clears throat> a couple of things that like. Uh, uh, Kelly is familiar with this because it was it was kind of funny I had I had some books written already when when I first met Kelly mm-hmm. and um, the last one of which it's uh, it's it, it was it was all misplaced mercenaries and you know mm-hmm. uh, in 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 a timeline mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the last one of those books She was, she had, uh, you know, she had read the first one and liked it. And so she was like, okay, I'm interested in this world and I want to move ahead. Mm -hmm. And it was the book before this last one. um, I said, okay, now I need to talk to you about this last book. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. I really, really need to talk to you about it. (laughs) And so.
0: um, I'm sure it'll be fine um (laughs) yeah
1: yeah i'm sure it'll be fine and so and so i'm like okay so you know it's it's got it's it's about pirates versus vikings you know which you know this two groups that are that are in the world Mm -hmm. and she's like sounds great love the idea and um and i think actually kelly you had you had heard the first page of this yes of this book
0: yeah because that's what you read at superstars Um, that's what made me interested in your work period
1: so, ironically, yeah. it's and, what I'm not publishing. Uh,
0: that's hilarious, actually.
1: Well, uh, anyway, so I said, okay, but it doesn't have any of the same main characters in it. There's like one person in it that you know that is a is a was a a bad guy in a previous book, but you know he's 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 in it. And Kelly's like, oh no, that's not going to work at all. You need to, re- you need to write something different.
0: <laughs> I'm like, so what do you mean, no Keenan and Sarah? Aside. What are you thinking?
1: Right. Right. Um, Well, the idea was in my head, you know, is that I had I had made up this group of characters over here and then I was going to use this book to make up this new group of characters. And then the next book they were all going to meet. But uh, that just didn't really work. But Kelly did tell me that she was interested in and maybe publishing that one after everything else and just sort of this is this was what was going on uh over here while all this other stuff was happening and maybe even using that to to write maybe some more pirate uh kind of stuff which would be fun Uh, would be totally fun yeah jumpstart a different series i am not i'm not averse to the idea
0: Mm -hmm. i love it your audience would love it too um steven wants to know how much of your stories do you have figured out before you start your first draft
1: Well um i had a I had a rough outline of the whole series uh, before I started. Now, that rough outline changed many times as I wrote. Um, so I think you know, it's kind of like driving down a road at night. You've got your high beams on. You can you can see really well what's right in front of you. And as things go, they get a little bit more dim. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 that's basically the idea. You know, you you kind of have an idea of what's out there. You know the direction that you're writing in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know things will change, and and that's good. You want them to um, because you know you don't you don't want to you don't want things to become rigid and static. Um, you want it to feel alive, uh, and 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 if they do, when you're writing those those people, um, they will do things that surprise you because you'll have this idea in your head, and when you actually get into that scene, that character will see something that you didn't see when you back when you were just doing the outline, because they're in the moment, and you know, and I I, I say I actually am aware then I'm writing it. And, and, you know, and, and those thoughts are in my head. Um, but, uh, but that but is works. the way it feels. Uh, yeah. You're because you're it. creating yeah, this yeah. character.
0: So when the a character, if you are being authentic to that character as you're writing them, then they're, they're going to do things that are authentic to them, but you're right. You have to change with them because otherwise you'll have that problem. You, you spoke about earlier. We have weird plot things just because you're like, no, this has to happen. And I hear that a lot from authors. This has to happen. I'm like, well, if that has to happen, it's not going to happen by that character doing that thing, because how you introduce that character, that character wouldn't do that thing. And they're like, Ur! Yeah. <laughs> yep, excellent, excellent, good plan.
1: Yeah, that is very much the kind of uh, editing notes that I that I get from, uh, from Kelly. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Including the grr! I do grr, too, sometimes.
1: Sometimes yes, you have to does. Yeah. It's just My favorite plan. editing note is, you can do better. there's no explanation it's just you can do better and i'm thinking jesus christ what is she like my fifth grade math teacher (laughs) Uh, maybe so
0: uh see that's the thing after four books i know you could do better you're in trouble now so Mm -hmm. um But speaking of uh, your world, your world is so rich and you have multiple magic systems moving at the same time, which is so cool, by the way. How long did it take you to develop this kind of magic system and which God being did you consult?
1: Uh, Listen to him so carefully, carefully.
0: Consider my questions? I'm so impressed.
1: Well, uh let's see. I'll I'll answer the last part first. Uh I'm an atheist, so the only god being was me. Um, but uh let's see. Hey,
0: you have so many god beings in your book. I love them. Your gods are an active member of this world. Uh
1: yeah, um let's see. Uh well, all of the different magic systems were were fairly fleshed out before I ever started writing, mm-hmm. and I think I think the research phase on the first book mm-hmm. was probably about four months, um, and there was a lot of just you know basic world building that went into that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the magic systems are tied back to the gods because the gods are where magic came from. Um, and uh, let me think. Um, yeah, and the other thing is that I, I keep a, uh, a living world Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so as I go and I come up with new things, uh, I will add it to that document and then it's always there for me to go back and reference.
0: And and you, so you can, have it on your computer. And
1: that's yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. See, mine's in a notebook. Uh-huh. I've tried to consider how to convert. No,
1: yeah, no. Mine's a, my, it lives. I've got I've got three monitors here, mm-hmm. and so I work on this one, and I I reference on that one, and then I I've got notes over here, and I chat with my wife and brother and sister over there. So, uh, which is very important um always you know because you, you really can't get through a, a full day without being insulted by somebody <laughs> um <laughs> oh. but the, the the cool thing about that is that um when, you know when you've got something that's that's you know what basically you're doing when you come up with a magic system is you're coming up with a new sort of system of physics and um you know it's it's not quite as complicated as that because you know it's not as in-depth because I don't know physics that well but um,
0: but it feels but real it the, feels like you have done that so nicely
1: done. Well and the the reason for that is because as I as I add to it and mm-hmm. I look at those rules, you know you've got one rule, um okay but you know you can do a couple of things with it it's not really that fascinating but you come up with two rules and then you have interplay between those Mm -hmm. and um so the more complexity you add to it the more interplay you get within the system Mm -hmm. and the most fun thing about it is to come up with all of these rules and then start breaking them (laughs) and that's that's when that's when the real fun happens yeah
0: It's awesome. No, I love it. I I don't know that I've read a book before that had two magic systems, like completely different ones. So that's, it's really clever. Yeah.
1: There's three. Um, but the, the third one has has just barely been touched on.
0: Oh, look secrets. Even for the editor. I like it. Uh, let's see. We have Roger wants to know, would you ever publish that world Bible as a reference for fans?
1: Um, I've actually thought about making it a wiki. Um it, the the only thing stopping me from doing it is time. Time, yeah. Um yeah. Um but uh but yeah, I would I would love to do that. Um that would be a lot of fun. Um I'm also thinking about doing some kind of uh cookbook. Um well, because you thinking about that uh, too, man? You know... Those
0: pies <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, there's a lot of there's, you know, there's a lot of food in the books just because, you know, people eat and I like to cook. So I, I think about, you know, when I'm writing what they're eating, I'm thinking about, well, OK, what how, how, how do I make that? And, um, you know, and 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 there's there's a lot of stuff that it doesn't hit the books, mm-hmm. um, but it's in, you know, it's in that world Bible.
0: Well, say the, um, the fourth in the fourth book, um, when they go to the Jolly Chicken and uh the and he orders fish, Moreholt orders fish and he gets mm-hmm. the the butter orange sauce on it. I'm like, I want a butter orange sauce. Like that sounded really good. You'll have to share. You have to send that recipe.
1: Yeah, you need a you need a uh like a really hot grill in a basket. Uh you know, thing to so you can keep flipping the fish and putting the oh. the orange sauce on it. It like it's like a glaze.
0: Ooh. Uh, yeah. That sounds yeah, delicious. It's good. I must have it. I, must I mean, have hungry, you know, I'm sure it would be
1: good food. if I ever made it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you're going to make a cookbook, we have to test all the recipes. I mean, oh, no. Well, yeah, but there's
1: like like uh, like Keene's favorite are the traveler's rolls, um, except in this, there's different, all the different countries have different ways that they make traveler's. Everybody makes traveler's rolls, but everyone makes them different. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I went through and figured out what's going to be in all the different traveler's roles. What 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 do those countries uh, you know uh, they raise goats or they have nuts or they have you know what whatever would be the in that country that goes into there. the roles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure, sure, uh-huh. absolutely. Yep.
0: No, that would be fun. I'm I'm with Keen. I could use some traveler rolls. And every culture has stuff they stick in bread and fry. Everyone. So or bread-like substance yep. it would that's fantastic um it, roger wants to know if he'd have to source the magical ingredients no this is actual <laughs> food
1: now the magical yeah, yeah, creatures was, maybe
0: <laughs> in magical creatures yeah uh, yeah so that's says,
1: interesting oh go ahead no no go ahead i was just gonna say uh when i when i gave Kelly the first uh the first draft of this book there were way there was way less magic in it altogether mm-hmm. um and uh she quite rightly i felt um said you know you've you've got to add some some creatures some 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 world elements um to this you know that's going to that's going to reflect the magic because it would um, and, and so, you know, that, that sent me back to the nature shows and, uh, you know, and, and, and coming up with some, with some fun stuff and, and there's, it's funny. Cause, you know, as with everything, there's tons of stuff, um, that, that, that has never hit the books, but I'm, I'm honestly, I'm also thinking about doing like a book of just short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know that I can bip all over the world uh, with and uh, and introduce a lot of the things that that never made it into the the other books. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
0: There's so much; it's just beautiful. Um. Yes. The uh, pocket pies. Oh, Henry. Yes, Roger. She pies. is a good
1: editor. That's,
0: <laughs> I'm all right. I have fun. Yes, yeah, Steven said he likes when I write the ha notes. So. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, as an editor, most of the time, I'm just telling you everything you're doing wrong. So it's nice if I can also tell you, you know what, this part rocks. So I just concentrated the wrong because the stuff that's good, it's already good. You don't need me for that. But I forget. I'm like, oh, wait, you know, I, I need to tell them it is good.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah. And actually, I, I really need that badly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you telling me to do it more? Are you telling me I don't do it enough? I'll have to keep going. Um. It's hard sometimes, I'm telling you. Not this last book, though. It's amazing. And so that's what um, we have yeah, two you can things keep to announce. That. Well, it is. It's it's the best thing you have written for me, anyways. It's incredible. Um, but Illusions of Decency is the name of the new book. Uh, your titles are incredible. I know one of your reviews, I I want to say it was Leanne, that she put up that um, 100% here for the chapter titles, because your chapter titles <laughs> are incredible. <laughs> Sometime, I mean, how much time do you spend writing these chapter titles?
1: Uh, almost none. Um, really? Usually, yeah, yeah. Um, because usually, well, what, I, I'll write the chapter first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, whatever jumps out at me about the chapter, then I'll just, you know uh make something appropriate for the chapter title but i i don't do that the other way around because i would spend forever doing it if i was trying to to make the the those chapter titles from the the outline or the notes um you got to wait until you re- you've written that chapter
0: and then it'll change anyway after. so that's true that's true good point mm-hmm. good point well yeah. i love them um the Uh, What was I reading? Oh, Illusions. So Illusions of Decency. So what we would like to do today is we want to reveal the gorgeous cover that Lena did for Illusions of Decency. Let's do that. Are we ready? Drum roll. Yeah,
1: I love this one.
0: It's so gorgeous. So we're going to see this cover. Here it comes. Here it comes. Hey, that was good. That was a good drum roll. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. It's just bright and gorgeous and fire. And Jenny... It's just and
1: incredible.
0: Jenny. Yep, got to love Jenny. Yeah,
1: I really, really like that one.
0: Yeah, it's, there's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe just the orange goes so well with the black that it really sticks out. But it's, it's a stunning cover. So I love that. Um, so this one, this comes out in January, y'all. So I know you're going to be excited for it. The, uh, it's about ready to go to its editor right now, to the um, copy editor, to get it making look all pretty. Now that he's made the story all awesome, so we'll make sure it gets out to you. And we are looking for early readers. So if anyone wants to be an early reader, make sure you follow Kevin Petway. And Kevin, you have a um, your website, right? What's your website?
1: Uh, it's kevinpetway.com.
0: There you go, kevinpetway.com. So if you want to be an early reader. Um, make sure to go to his website and there's a place to sign up for his newsletter. So don't, don't miss out on that. You must read this.
1: Yeah. I, I, I had to make it so that I wouldn't be able to forget it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I had to change my writer name to add the Lynn just to make sure I would have it. So I understand it. (laughs) Lena says the cover is on fire.
1: Yeah. That cover is fire. (laughs)
0: Oh, uh, no, it's fantastic. Even the little stars in the in the squares there. I mean, it's just it's alive and active and, and very very visual. It's gonna look Have really noticed, nice next Have you noticed
1: she she does that with uh, with all of the books? Every one of those background patterns is different. Mm-hmm. I love um, it on every one of those books. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm continually in awe, and I I love this one. It's it's really good.
0: Yep, it's nice and I active.
1: Mean, Sarah really looks like she's about to chop Moreholt's head off there.
0: Well, you know, sometimes that mouth of his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hilarious from the outside reading it, but being around him all the time, you know, I would understand the urge.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> no doubt. <It's> horrible. <laughs> but reading it from the safety yeah. of my, my house, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> In, uh... I think it's book three uh, when Keane gets told about Morholt. I think he's dirtier than you are, uh-huh. um, and
0: and Keen is like never. I, I,
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you that was that I, I was really pleased with the way Morholt's voice came across. Yes, because there was I was you know I wanted to make sure that it was really distinct from Keen. Mm -hmm. And, and the truth is he, I I did not have to make any effort. He's just a very, very different person, even though he's, they're both, you know, kind of horrible. Um,
0: well, I, yeah, I was really happy with that. Yeah, no, I, I love it because that's what I'm afraid of too sometimes, right? Like I was afraid as you were creating these characters, how alike they were going to sound and they don't at all. So it's fantastic the way that you've done that. So this is called experience people. So don't give up. Keep writing. Keep writing. But um, no, that's really fun. And anyone who liked Keen will still adore Morehold, but for different reasons. So I think it's, it's really clever the way you've done that. So it's like you took a different character, but you didn't change the feel of the books. Yet he still has a different voice. So I don't know how you did it, but I'm impressed. So keep it up.
1: Yeah, so it's a very, you know, it's a very deliberate process where mm-hmm. I, I go through and I think, uh, so, and, to, to, you know, obviously I'm writing books that I want to read so when i when I write the the next book, I think, what did I like about that other one?" And you know I want to make sure that, that 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 stays in it and at the same time, you have to have new characters, it has to be fresh um, you know you have to you have to continually be um, uh, you know, coming up with new things, new fun things and and actually, this kind of ties back to um, the, the 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 idea of subverting expectations i that whole idea has gotten a lot of bad uh, press because well, mostly because of the the Game of Thrones TV show where they basically were just subverting expectations to do it and that's not a good reason. Mm-mm. You need to make sure that you deliver on all your promises. Yes. When, you, when you have set something up in a book, a reader wants to see that happen, and that is going to be the fulfilling experience for them. But along the way, you can subvert almost everything else and, and make, it, make it be fun and fresh and new and exciting. Uh, And that's the goal. And so that's what I'm thinking about when I'm writing those outlines and trying to figure out, you know, what comes next. And so, you know, it it is, it is a, it's definitely something that I, that I consider and I think about and I want, you know, I want, I want to make happen. Yeah. And, you know, obviously if I don't, um, I won't get the next book contract. So, (laughs) you know, there's, there's motivation.
0: Yes. your, Your editor might have some notes. that's right um so rumor has it you attended your first convention as a published author what was that like
1: yeah that was super fun um I was really nervous uh uh very worried about it and uh and I went there and we set up uh we set up our booth and we met tons of really cool people there. and i i i really really thought that i had brought way too many books because i kind of had like a wall of books in front of me Mm -hmm. and then by the end of the first day i i thought i did not bring enough books i am going to run out and uh and and i I didn't but it was it was pretty close (laughs) um so uh yeah I was really really pleased it was very exciting um I just uh, there was so many wonderful people that we talked to mm-hmm. uh Lena sat there the whole time and pretended to be outgoing um and uh she she did a really good job Yay Lena she, she was so supportive and so there and uh, and I I really really appreciated her um, but yeah, it was fantastic. I, I'm, I'm excited about going again. The only thing is that I, I really would like to, uh, and, and, uh, I'm excited about, uh, some of the new people that you signed that are close by, because I, I would love to, um, to have more folks, more writers there on the table and, um, uh, you know, be able to, um, share back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think that does really good um, when you can do that. Yeah. Uh, it helped. Yeah, there Even was some there was like, some folks to next break. to us. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, not just that, but when you can when you can hype each other's books mm-hmm. um, when you're talking up the guy next to you, mm-hmm. um, and they're and they're talking talking you up. Um, I think that gives people a a greater sense of ease with their purchase, you know, because you're out there spending your money, you know, blind, you know, you don't, you don't know anything other than, you know, the two or three minutes that you get to spend talking to the, the guy who wrote it. And of course he's going to say it's good. Right. You know, right. he's probably lying. But, you know.
0: <laughs> well, you see, you can say, look, other people read it too. And liked it. Please like me. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it definitely definitely helps, I agree, to have some other people there too. Um, but just sharing the load alone helps. Or if you have somebody there who's, you know, writes sci-fi. So you might talk to someone, they're like, oh, I don't read fantasy. Oh, I really like science fiction, though. Well, hey, look at my friend right here. He happens to write, you know. So that kind of helps too. Yeah. Spread the love. Uh, Roger wants to know what actor would play your main character. So we should probably talk about a couple of them. So we talk about Keen and then Sarah. Do you have characters in mind? Do you have actors yeah. in mind?
1: Kenan Keenan said okay. It's hard for me to go a whole night. Uh like, you know, if I if Lena and I are watching TV without me thinking, oh, that would be a perfect uh um this character. Uh, <laughs> or you know, that would be, yeah, like I don't know how many actresses I have picked for Sarah now. <laughs> um, there's so uh, many good ones. It? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Sarah is is got like this really big imposing physicality. Mm-hmm. Um and, and on the, the screen. Yeah, but see, I don't think that an actress would need to have that. She would just need to have presence. She would just have she would need to have intensity. And she would have to be a big presence on the screen. And I think that would be way more important than, you know, actually being six foot four or I whatever. Say she has to be tall. I mean, no, she has
0: to be tall. She doesn't have to be bulky. It's going to be hard to find actresses tall and bulky, but she has to be tall, man. There's no way. I would not buy Sarah if she wasn't tall.
1: All right. Well, who's your? who would be your pick for Sarah?
0: Um. Well, see, my natural first one is uh, Gina Torres, but she is too old now, so it would have to be someone younger well, than her. Gina So I would say Torres a younger Gina Torres.
1: Too, Gina Torres is too poised, and she always has been. She She exudes a certain amount of refinement. That's true. Um even when she was she was playing um uh, The Pirate
0: Queen on Xena.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well and before that she was on Hercules. Um but it's, Sarah is not refined particularly. Right. Um, so it was quiet. To be I like that quiet part. hmm Yeah. Um there was a, an act I don't know the actress's name but um uh, there's a show called Sinner uh with Bill Pullman as a, as a he's a detective and we just got done with season 2 and there's a a a, a character named Heather uh who is a uh she's like a police uh Uh, she's not, she's training to be a detective. Oh, she's training. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. But I, I, the whole time I'm watching it, you know, I'm like, Oh my God, she'd be perfect. She'd be perfect. And she's small. She's not a big, big woman at all, but, Mm. but she just, she had that intensity and she had, she had the look. She was, she was great. Uh, As far as Keen goes, I always think about, um, oh, what's his name? Um, he played, uh,
0: Oh, Lena Lando, says Calaritian, Natalie Paul.
1: And, and so, Natalie Sorry. Paul. Okay. Natalie Paul there is the name you were
0: thinking Yeah, of.
1: so look her up. Um but, um Glover, you mean Glover? Uh, I, Glover, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Nathaniel or Nathan? Which Danny. Danny Glover. It's just Danny
0: Glover, right? Daniel. It's because there's two yeah. Danny Glovers, it's confusing.
1: Right, right. That's why I get confused. Anyway, he I always think about him when I think about Keene. Uh, I think he'd do a really great job, but he'd be too expensive. Um, so, oh, you're you know, right, though. He would totally capture it. Yeah. Um, there have been a bunch of others that I've seen that, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, but he's, he's, you know, if I was, like, making a wish list, that would be, he'd be there. Um, <laughs> Helen's
0: laughing at you because you're thinking of cost, but we're asking who your dream actor would be for
1: the part. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, a dream actor. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> we're casting this for real, and, Helen. Uh, we're going to call them.
1: Would, I think would be would be a, a perfect Harden. Um, he doesn't. To me, he doesn't really look anything like Harden, but mm-hmm. he's got his attitude exactly. He's he he would he would play that role to the the hell out of that. Um, and um, and you'd have I to get the, the chemistry right three.
0: between Eli and Harden. Yeah. It would have to be exactly right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's an important relationship.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I was wondering, with your as your you know new, you are now a convention author. Do you have something special you wear or must have at events that makes you feel
1: legit? Um, I wore my uh the I have the, all of the book covers on t-shirts, and that's that's what I was wearing. That's um, awesome. and I like that. Um, uh-huh. well, yeah, I, I really like the, I love, I love the art. I think, I think they're just cool anyway. And they have my name on them. Um, <laughs> you know, in case I get lost and I need to be returned. Um,
0: that won't help. It needs to have Lena's name if that happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's right. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I was told that I should, that I should cosplay a little bit, um, you know, at lead to some extent. So I've been thinking about that, how that might work. Um, yeah, I don't know, maybe something piratey or, or, you know, if I could just, you know, sort of do a little bit like an, a mercenary kind of thing, that might be kind of fun. Um, Roguish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel roguish. <laughs>
0: I think the problem is you have to be confident whatever it is you're wearing, right? That's what I dress professionally. I don't do cosplay personally, just because that's what makes uh-huh. me feel, you know, legit. So it's just it just depends on whatever makes you feel. So I was just wondering. So you haven't found it yet? Like Jonathan Mayberry always wears the Hawaiian shirts. You know what I mean? So just something that yeah, yeah. You know this this is my identity. This makes me feel you know, like I'm supposed to be here. This is who I am. And I can now talk to you as the author. Cause I am now dressed like
1: one. I feel so pretentious <laughs> thinking about that, but I do think about that. <laughs> you know, it's like, we'll be walking through target, you know, and, and Lena's looking at jeans and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like sizing up the blazers thinking, you know, how would this look with a, you know, with a, with a black t-shirt, would that work? Could that be my author image? Yeah, um, you need it. You, you that's know, that's not
0: pretentious. That's necessary.
1: Honestly, the only thing that I've come up with that 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 I definitely keep with me at all times is a hat that I don't I don't have. Well, OK, not now, but um, it's a hat with a little pig on it. Oh, um, yeah. You know, yeah. a little Jenny. And I've I've got I've got one of the one of the Jenny's Lena made a couple for me. Oh. Uh, let's see. That's that's the thing. So I've got another one that goes on the hat. Um, nice. Yeah. And and. You know that's and that's that's also kind of a conversation starter because people are like, "Is that a pig on your hat?" Yes, (laughs) and then we can start talking about it.
0: And then off it comes. And see my T-shirt? You must buy this. Um, Spy cat says, "Don't forget the ascot. You need an ascot with the Uh chocolate."
1: Yes, ascots and T-shirts go really well together. (laughs) (laughs) That could be your author identity. You never know. (laughs)
0: that's it mom you're not allowed to dress us um she does like cosplay though she'll (laughs) make her own costumes so who knows let's see um we are what are we at 50 so i think we might be in lightning round but there's two more things we want to announce first first we want to announce that big damn magic's audio is complete and ready for customers yay so the third one's out so everyone who is waiting make sure you go get yours uh it's available yeah and i gotta jump in
1: here really quick.
0: I'm sorry? Well, what I wanna I ask, I wanna ask a question. Okay. I wanna ask, what's it like working with your narrator?
1: Okay, great. Um, yeah, um, to begin with, uh, I love Chris. He's fantastic. He was, he was on the show last time we did this and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and he's great. And I, I have always really enjoyed working with him, mm-hmm. um, but this last book that we did, Um, I honestly, I don't know how many times it happened that, that I was sitting there listening to it because I, I, I I go through and I listen to the book and I, I make notes, you know, like if, uh. Uh, I don't know. Cause you know, if you're reading, some you're reading a whole book, you can, you know, you can skip a word or, or, you know, whatever. And, and Mm -hmm. so we just say the wrong voice on
0: accident on a character. Oh yeah. Totally
1: happens. Sure. That's happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, it's, he's, he's honestly, he's really good. And it's, it's very rare Mm -hmm. out of, you know, uh, 60 chapters, I'll come back with notes on 20. Wow. Um, He is good. And, and yeah. And usually they're, they're one or two things and they're they're almost always small mm-hmm. but what i was going to say is that this was the first time that as i was i was i was listening i was thinking this is better than what i wrote
0: oh he, uh, captured it. he
1: really he and he elevated it it was it was amazing it was really really good um i've i've always been happy with him i've always i've always enjoyed what he did mm-hmm. um but 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 he, he he really upped his game and i talked to him about it and he was kind of tickled ab- about it because he said that he has been you know he's constant he's constantly uh working and studying and and learning new stuff and trying to apply um uh, new techniques and and things like that and it mm-hmm. it just really came across he, he fantastic job
0: That's fantastic. I cannot wait. So, it is out there for all of you audio fans. I know people love to consume in all different ways, so we want to make sure we have it out there for you. Um, So, I did want to make sure they knew about that. And then, let's see. The other thing I want to talk about are those trading cards. You have some incredible trading cards you're making for the Misplaced Mercenary series, and you already have one out for Sarah and one for Keen. I was wondering, how can fans get a hold of those? What's the trick? What do they have to do? Do they have to? So
1: my uh, plan—I haven't had anybody ask for them outside of the con, but my plan was to always have them with me at the conventions and just give them away to anybody who asked.
0: Perfect.
1: You know, there's not not like a trick, but um, you know, it's if if you're there, if I meet you, um, I'm I'm happy to give you cards. And um, so there's going to be. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a separate set of cards for each book. And the first set is going to be Keen, Sarah, Eli, and Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then certain characters will get new updated cards for uh, the next book. Because as, as they progress, as, they, as their arcs grow, um, you know those cards will change. And yeah, they're super fun. I really enjoyed them. Um, and, and we're going to have the, the idea is to have different different styles of artwork in mm-hmm. each series. Um, so those, those were fun to make. So I, I enjoy those.
0: Such a clever idea. I must get my hands on them myself. So if people do want to. were Lena's these, idea? Well, Lena is a genius. That is true. It is true. I can't wait to meet her in person at Dragon Con, which is one place you're going to be coming up is Dragon Con. And where else are you going to be if people want to get a hold of these cards?
1: It's stunning to me that you you and Lena had never met. Um, I know.
0: We couldn't believe that either. So I'm like, I get to meet you in person. And she's like, Wait, have we not oh my gosh, we haven't met in person. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be best friends though. You and and both the, both the Kevins are gonna be in big trouble.
1: Oh, it's yeah. I, think, yeah. I mean, honestly that Kind of goes without saying. <laughs> um, so uh, we're gonna gonna be at Dragon Con, and then the next weekend mm-hmm. after we get back from Dragon Con, we're going to be at Ancient City Con, uh, which is in uh, yeah. Now that one's a little closer to home, mm-hmm. um, so uh, you know we won't have to won't have to get a hotel or anything for that. Um, but uh, it's you know it's like thirty minutes away. Uh, but it's gonna. Oh my god! I'm gonna be so tired when all that's over. Uh, so much
0: socializing. But
1: yeah, but it's gonna be fun. I'm. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm trying to get onto some panels uh, for that one. Um, That'll be cool. That's the so. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes.
0: Attending professional uh, next year at DragonCon. I predict
1: it. Sure. I predict. It. I. Uh, it's. It's funny because I can get. I can get really nervous, uh, you know, if I if I know there's going to be like a one-on-one uh, conversation with somebody at this important thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in front of like a room full of people, mm-hmm. actually, pretty pretty cool. Pretty I, it, that doesn't that doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, people in big groups laugh easier. Um, I agree. Right, so it's contagious. It, it's true. Uh it's true and as soon as you as soon as you make uh you make somebody else laugh it makes you feel calm and um and so that's that's easier
0: it's a lot of fun all right I think we have to hit the speed round are you ready
1: yeah don't expect me to go fast
0: no you have you must go fast don't think about it just answer um first one what's your favorite flavor of ice cream
1: Okay, so uh, everybody usually answers this uh, as uh, mint chocolate chip, which that nothing is bad great. against mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like it just fine. Mm-hmm. However, my favorite is Chubby Hubby Ooh. because I like ice creams that are all about me. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. You're not that chubby anymore, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the chub has faded. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, great uh, answer.
1: Yeah, it's good. Anyway, okay. <laughs> coffee?
0: On. See, speed round. Coffee or tea?
1: I like coffee, mm-hmm. um, but I love tea. Good answer. And Hot? Uh, I just got I just got a new uh, kettle the other day. Oh, I and, saw that. Uh, it lights up in
0: pretty colors.
1: I know it lights up, and I I am a <laughs> sucker for anything that lights up, and and <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs>
0: You're that like why the that lights one.
1: on that probably costs us it probably costs us an extra 20 bucks just because you know I'm like lights on it. It's <laughs> so cool. Three Lena's different like, colors.
0: Lena's like, oh no, we saw the lights.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah we were we were shopping for refrigerators and I popped one open and this blue light came out at me and she just hung her head. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: big grin childlike face turn around and look at her and she's like
1: "Uh,
0: excuse me we'll take that one
1: (laughs) that is (laughs) exactly she didn't even argue with me about it because she knew it didn't matter
0: (laughs) she she, you know what the one thing you know we know when we've lost that's
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome
0: Um, favorite style of music
1: yeah I don't have one I, I listen to everything uh except sinatra apparently
0: come on now uh
1: yeah but i do listen to like big band and swing um Hmm. and i'm sure i listen to sinatra songs that are done by other people um you know it's i'm not sure that's like you know i right now i'm listening to uh let's see my mix is um voltaire uh joan jett um uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show and Wicked, nice. And oh, and and Lanuba, the uh, um, Cirque du Soleil oh. um, thing. That's that's like that's like in the mix. And then I always go back to Cowboy Mouth because you know the dogs like it.
0: Just for them. I mean, you got to take care of them. You know, Voltaire's going to be at Dragon Con.
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Late nights, baby. Late nights.
0: Um country. I don't
1: I don't know if I can hang like that anymore, but
0: uh. Uh, you (laughs) just gotta take a nap. You gotta take a nap and you'll be fine. Um what uh country you want to visit?
1: Scotland? Um really any place with castles. Um Yeah, yeah, that's uh I'm I'm afraid of language barriers but at the same time i have had a lot of success in my life with running towards things that scare the shit out of me um <laughs> so i think i think i would be happy to go somewhere that i didn't speak the language mm-hmm. um i just uh you know but i acknowledge it it's there it's fair um it's fair. but yeah I, I i've got i've got uh a really really uh close friend who uh uh, she was born in Scotland and, and her family's from there and she goes back there frequently. And and she has offered to, uh, to come up with an itinerary for us, for us if we, if we go visit.
0: Is she going to come so with that, and translate? That seems like
1: a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, there are I parts of Scotland. Not, that... I think she specifically did not offer to do that. But, <laughs> but,
0: but, <yeah. laughs> so steak on the grill or cast iron? How do you like to cook your steak?
1: I typically cook them cast iron, um, just because it's simpler. Um, it's but nice. I do, I do love them on the grill too. I, you know, I. I it's kind of like asking um, asking for my favorite beer, because that's entirely mood dependent, <laughs> and pretty, you know there huh? could be there could be a thousand answers to that question depending on when you catch me except now um which you know now i have to drink dad beer um Mm. so uh i'm so sorry but that's okay i still like it
0: (laughs) (laughs) well excellent so i hope you had fun it's nice having you on this side of the screen and not just in the chat did you have fun
1: yeah you 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 really uh uh i was i was expecting um uh like uh like, you know, what was your, your least favorite chore? I had an answer for that. Uh, I, told, I had
0: to step it up, man. We talked way more about your it's,
1: world. It's it's corpse removal, by the way, is my <laughs> least favorite chore. Um, like,
0: from the wine bottle?
1: Not corks. Oh. Corpse. Like, dead bodies.
0: Oh. Um, is this I, don't, I don't like puppies. doing
1: it. Yeah, there's dogs, and and we live we live in a a you know like a, a, a I wouldn't even call it semi wooded. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of trees and stuff, but it's it's really totally suburban. But it's really old. Everything's old growth, and so there's raccoons and there's possums and there's rats and you know and and we've had thousands of dead things in the backyard, and you know you just have to every every so often you got to go out there and and you know and i i i i occasionally wonder like is it wrong that i have a favorite way to uh you know to pick up a dead body in a garbage bag um, you know but it, you know it's just something that you have to do you know we we've we really try hard to keep the animals away from the dogs cuz we don't we don't want them to die. It's it's not, right, you know, right. that's not by they're design. They're just so stupid. <laughs> they're so stupid. They keep coming back.
0: You're like, "Mate, you didn't just like hang one dead body to, so that they would learn, you know, just one."
1: You would think that you could do that, um, but you know, there's there's just there's some smell issues with that. And uh, <laughs> it's also true. it, it
0: <laughs> hey, Vicky it's, it's says it's not as
1: much fun as it sounds like.
0: Vicky says at least they're not being brought inside. Yeah, they've been having um chipmunk problems yes, where they Yeah, they get caught by the cat and brought inside.
1: inside. <laughs> so this was a few dogs ago. Um <laughs> but uh Lena is watching TV and I am I happen to be standing in the room. And so when Guinness walked in, I saw him while he was still behind her in the chair mm-hmm. and, and Lena saw my eyes because my eyes went, you know, and, <laughs> and she's like, what's the matter? And I said, all I said was do not turn around. Did he have a snake? What did he and have? She didn't. She oh, didn't. she trusts and, you. and, and I and I said, Guinness. And then there was a thud on the floor <laughs> as he dropped it. And I went and collected it up and took it outside and and uh and took care of it. And uh yeah, I'm I'm actually not going to tell you what it was. Um but, <laughs> <laughs> but holy moly. It's not the only time that uh that that uh oh god it, you know, all of these stories are horrific. Um You know the funny part? You a... said you said corpse removal, right?
0: I heard cork yes. removal like wine, and Helen heard quartz removal, like like stone. So it that kind of says a That's little bit about what we like, doesn't you
1: it? To ha- <laughs> nobody expects you to have to to remove corpses from your from your house. So yeah, you're naturally gonna go to other things.
0: <laughs> uh, see, and wine bottles must always be in cork, so I get that right? And Helen Quartz, I don't know. There's, there's stone used in her world. So maybe she just went right to stone for that. It's awesome. Well, Kevin, you have been awesome. Yeah, so, I don't want to keep you all night because it's very rude and we could see some, save some stories for next time. So I'm sure we're going to have you on again. So what I would like to know is where can fans find you and your work?
1: Uh, okay. So obviously on Amazon and, and, uh, Barnes and Noble and, and, uh, all of the places that you buy uh, uh, those things. But the easiest, the easiest thing to do would be to go to the website, which is uh, 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 kevinpetway.com. Um, and I'm on Facebook. Um, I have accounts, a lot of other places that I don't look at. Um, so we really just go to Facebook. Um, and uh, yeah, but if you go to the website, everything is there. Um, and, and also, um, I put out a newsletter, uh, which everybody should be signed up for. Um, but, uh, the, the, every time I put out a newsletter, it pops up like a week later on the, on the website is just like a blog because they're, they're like funny stories and uh, things that happened to me. And, uh, you know, a, a lot, a lot about the grocery store. Um
0: <laughs> there's
1: lots of fun
0: stories in there. I read it. I mean I talk to you all the time and I still read your newsletter because it's hilarious.
1: Let's yeah, see. I enjoy the newsletter. It's it's fun.
0: that is it's fun. Um, I do want everyone to know that a good running away is going to be featured in Book Lover's Delight. Um, it is a fun thing put together by Abundantly Social that has different books featured in it. It's each month you receive a new and entertaining book that is either indie or small press published, along with some extra little goodies, including limited edition swag from the author. Book genres vary from YA fiction to general audience, adult fiction, and much, much more. Um, You can just do it by the month if you want. So if like one month they're doing romance and you don't want it, but the next month they're doing A Good Running Away and you're like, heck yeah, I want that. Then you could just get that month if you want. And it's called uh, Book Lover's Delight. Um, The August box is going to include Kevin Petway's book, A Good Running Away, um, this book does use foul language, but you know, y'all know that, uh, character trading card from Kevin Petway. So remember we talked about the character trading cards. So if you want to get your first one, you can get it through here too. Um, there's an insulated can cooler because you know, we do prefer to drink while we read these books cause they're awesome. Uh, there's a book lover keychain and cursed dragon ship stickers will be there. And I also have some character stickers of Keen and Sarah will be in there as well. So, um uh, make sure to consider that. And if you're interested in it, please look up bookloversdelight.com. So thank you so much. And now that Kevin Petway is your favorite author, please read and review his books. Also review us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also um, subscribe on YouTube or follow us on Twitter. And we do wanna thank our subscribers, or not Twitter, Twitch. We do wanna thank our subscribers on twitch.tv slash Dragonship, D.H. Uh, Dunn, Roger, and Helen Savore. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us. You help us keep the lights on around here. And we cannot wait until we see you next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash CursedDragonship, where we will feature Helen Sabor. See you next time.
1: I like Helen. Me too.